0: Following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org. Let's pray for me, <laughs> Lord. Oh, yeah, that's, I just feel like you've done a ton already this morning, Lord. Amen. You're so faithful. I thank you for the ways that you are working in our lives. And we want to step into partnering with that. So, Lord, I just ask that you would um, anoint my words this morning, that they would be your words, that they would draw us deeper into who you are into the invitation that you're giving us. And I thank you for doing the part we can't. (laughs) In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, This morning, the opportunity that we had to lay things at his feet is really, really the essence of discipleship. It is the essence of following. It is the essence of saying, I will leave behind this to go where you're going and to walk in what you're doing. And so we've been talking about discipleship, and as much as possible, we've been taking discipleship away from this concept that is, is um, things that we do and things that we don't do, and, and we're taking it into the reality of what it means to truly follow Jesus, to walk with him closely this morning, part of laying things down is part of that. It's, it's letting him lead us. And there are places that he wants to take us that he goes, okay, let's go, but you can't take that with you where we're headed. And to some degree, there's some things he's even let us carry with us, but now as he leads us further on, he's saying, yeah, but that, that can't come. And it's his goodness and his mercy when he reveals those things to us because he wants us to go on in him and to go deeper with him. And so um, I just want to kind of finish up uh, looking at kind of what discipleship is in, in our daily lives. But I don't ever want us to forget, when we talk about daily discipleship, that discipleship is supernatural, So the invitation to daily discipleship is not an invitation to a list of things that I do. An invitation of daily discipleship is an invitation into supernatural daily life, that he's inviting us into that. And so we want to make sure that we're responding to that Not to what some of our ideas maybe have been about discipleship or how we've seen it described or walked out, but the reality of really walking in the supernatural with him. So one of the things that we talked about last week is that discipleship is a daily decision. It is a choice that we make every day, not just when we first said yes to Jesus it's not even just when we say yes to a, a, an altar call like this during a worship service. It's a choice that we're making every day that I'm going to follow you wherever you're going. And so the reason why discipleship can't be about a list of things we do or what we don't do or whatever is because following him wherever he, he's going looks different in different seasons of our lives. Following where he's going when things are going really well is different than following where he's going when we're going through a difficulty and a hard time and a trial. But what needs to happen is that every day we're deciding that we're going to follow. We're deciding in this season I'm going to follow, in this place where, where um, my life is is kind of meeting at the intersection of the cross. I'm going to follow your way and what you're doing in this situation. So our decision to follow isn't about a particular set of circumstances. How many times have you made a decision to follow this? Again, this morning is an example In the moment, in a moment of worship where we're so aware of the presence of God and the invitation of God, and and we go, I'm laying everything down. There is nothing that you could ask of me that I wouldn't do, and and you're on the altar and you're pouring it out to him, and then uh, somebody's mean to you, or something gets hard, or you get disappointed, so I have to decide again that I'm going to follow I have to decide again that I'm going to lay it down. I have to decide again daily, sometimes multiple times a day. It's just like a marriage. That decision you made in the pretty dress and the the overly expensive suit and, you know, all of those things, that decision that you made that day, yes, it means a lot, but it takes a daily decision. And the same is true with our relationship with Jesus, that I'm going to follow. So they say, whoever they is, that people make about 35,000 decisions a day. Oh, no wonder I'm exhausted. <laughs> 35,000 decisions. And What I'm talking about in daily deciding in discipleship is that I am orienting my life towards Jesus. Some of those decisions aren't necessarily Jesus' decisions or not Jesus' decisions. You know, should I cut that? They were talking about how like 260 of those decisions are about food. I'm going, how is that even possible? But anyway, um, we want to commit those decisions to him. Does this lead me closer to Jesus? Does this, it's, it's really easy when I'm looking at um, things that aren't necessarily bad or maybe I am looking at things that are bad and I'm deciding, am I gonna give myself to that? Am I not? I can ask, does this lead me closer to Jesus? Is this me following him or am I following something else? And then I'm not focused on what I should and shouldn't do. <sighs> I guess I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't binge watch Netflix. When I'm kind of feeling empty or but I can go, well, does it lead me closer to Jesus? They have a few Christian programs on Netflix. I've used that loophole before. <laughs> I'm feeling empty. I want to binge something. Well, Finger of God is on Netflix. It doesn't lead me away from Jesus, but it doesn't necessarily lead me towards Jesus because I'm still just trying to fill something. So we, we're making decisions. Does this lead me? The other piece is I cr- I've created some daily intentions that set my feet towards following him in that day so that the first time I ha- I'm thinking about it in the day isn't when I come up to a decision where I have to decide, am I following Jesus or am I not? The first time I think about it is when I wake up in the morning, I just have, I have a thing that I just do. I just, I just talk to him. I, I intend towards, I want you to lead me today. What are you, what are you going to show me today? What do you want to do today? Sometimes I say, good morning, Holy Spirit, because that was a devotional that my dad and I went through when I was younger, called good morning, Holy Spirit. And that's my intention towards following So I've already set myself towards him in that intention. I think sometimes we can um, be concerned about talking about intention or effort towards a daily decision to follow because it can lead us to empty works. It really can. But I just want to say that grace is not opposed to effort. Grace is opposed to earning. And so when we go, well, I you know, I, I'm I'll follow Jesus if like I feel the Spirit or you know, what, no. There are intentional things that we can do to set our feet in the direction of Him. That's why reading some kind of scripture doesn't have to be a lot, does it has to be whatever He's leading you in, helps set our intention. I'm following Jesus. But We can have that intention. We should absolutely be intentional to set our feet in the direction of Jesus. One of the things that I I do in the morning, um, when I remember, (laughs) because sometimes you have to write it down to be intentional, is I will just, just like we did this morning during worship, and we were singing about fill us, fill us, and so I'll take that time to go, okay, fill me up today, and, and it's more about being aware of his presence, but it's a daily decision to set myself in that direction. A piece of that is drawing near. We talked about that yesterday. You can't be discipled from a distance. And so we need to make a choice to draw near to him. We need to make a choice to, to take that time. Today, we, cho- we chose to draw near to him and worship. We chose to to step into that. So, what does it look like? Uh, Going back to deciding, consider what does it look like for me to decide daily to follow Jesus? Ask him, what's one thing that I can do to set my feet towards you on, on a daily basis? What can I do in the morning? What can I do on my drive? What can I do, whatever that is? And then, what can I do to draw near to you today? What can I do to be more aware of your presence? There's three main places that I find nearness with him. One of them is in worship. When we, when we proclaim who he is and our eyes are set on him and he inhabits the praises of his people, and ah, I feel the nearness of God in worship. Another place that we, f- we can c- draw near to him is in his word. He is the word. And so when we get into the word, whether you're feeling goosebumps or not, you're drawing near to who he is. You're setting your eyes on him. If you specifically want to draw near to the the character and the nature of Jesus, read the gospels. Pick pick some gospel and read a little bit each day and, and draw near to him in that. The other place that I find, and probably more than any other place, sorry, this is going to be me today, is in his work, where he's working. I feel his nearness in the places where he's working. I feel his nearness when there's somebody that just needs a touch of the Holy Spirit and they're coming to him or they need healing or there's a brokenness happening. And sometimes you can see that. But you go, "Oh, I feel him in this place. I feel him where he's working. And so we want to be aware, where is he working? And I'm going to sidle up next to that, because that's where he's near. He's in that place. So how can I intentionally what does it look like for me to decide every day, to set my feet towards him? What does it look like me to draw near, for me to draw near to him? <clears throat> we talked about dying, that it has to do our discipleship often has to do with leaving something behind and choosing to be alive in him and I'm not going to talk a lot about that today because i have we talked about it last week, and it was you know not so fun but but it is good to remember that we are a new creation, and when we're stepping into the thing that that he wants us to follow him in sometimes we have to remember, number one, sometimes we have to die to some of our own desires. Sometimes we have to die to our disappointments. Sometimes we have to die to what, what we thought would be or, so that we can step into what he's doing. But a big piece of it is recognizing that reality that we talked about on baptism, that I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. And I live from this place of life in Christ. And to step into the, the reality of that. And, and to, to be aware of, okay, what do I need to die to today? <laughs> what do, how do I need to, to start seeing myself differently today? That I'm dead to that way of living and that way of thinking. And, and to ask the Lord to help us with that. The other piece of discipleship is discipleship is development. It's a process of growth. The whole point of a disciple walking alongside a rabbi was that he would become more and more and more and more like his rabbi. And so we become more and more like Jesus as we walk by him. There's this growth. Discipleship is not about perfection, it's not about comparison. It's about growth. Am I more like Jesus today? How am I becoming more like Jesus? It's not the always the super fun process. But discipleship is development. Right now, I feel like a bunch of us are in training. <laughs> discipleship, the choice to follow him. There are times when... We're, we reach a point where, where we hit an obstacle in our following of him. Because he says, yep, yeah, you could follow me this far and still have that in your life. But we've all been asking, Lord, we want to follow you. Where are you going? We want to follow you. There's this pursuit in us. How many of you have found <laughs> that you've hit some obstacles? That some things have come up that you go, hey, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, it is. Because where we're going, we can't take that with us. Where we're going, we need the strength and the stamina that comes from working through that and getting to the other side of it and seeing victory in that. And so I want to encourage you, if you feel like it's hitting the fan right now in your life, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but if you feel like it's hitting the fan in your life right now, rejoice, the Bible tells us. He's producing something in us. It means he's actually honoring the prayer that we've had to take, tr- take us deeper, take us farther. Jesus, we want to follow you. Oh. Sorry, you can't follow me with that. So we he's so good in that. It's his mercy. It's his mercy that lets those things come up. You're not not going backwards. You're trying to go forwards, and that thing is an obstacle to you moving forward. So we're going to lay those things at the feet of Jesus. We're going to be reminded that he's above that thing too. Yeah, but I've dealt with it all my life, and I was never able to overcome it. Well, today's your day. Amen? Because you're going to follow where he's leading, and he's leading you through that. Do we trust him in that? Do we trust that he can overcome that in our lives? So discipleship is developing. It's growing in him. And the last piece that I want to talk about is that discipleship is deployment, (laughs) The discipleship, there's no true discipleship if we aren't also discipling. That's part of it. That Jesus said in John 20, 21, I promise I'll use one of those scriptures on the list. All of this is in the Bible. John 20, 21. I I always give them like 12 scriptures and then, anyway, John 20, 21, as the Father sent me, I am sending you. This is him speaking to us as his disciples. Because discipleship is this walk in which we not just observe Jesus, the rabbi, but we actually walk with him. So there's observing, and then we get to walk with him, and then we actually get to do what he's doing. That's the call of discipleship. As the Father sent me, I'm sending you. And he, he has confidence as we walk with him that we can love like him, that we can have faith like him, that we can walk in the power that he walked in, that we can be filled with the Spirit the way that he was, that we can relate to the Father the way he did, So he deploys us in that. I don't know what that is. <coughs> so what I want to talk about then is part of the way he deploys us in that is we disciple others. I am really sorry. No. Um, and this is as it relates to our kids as it relates to a generation being discipled in Jesus. Because one of the things that we're looking out and we're seeing, again, statistics, Barna, places like that, they do some, some different things. Anywhere from 50 to 80% of kids that grew up in church are no longer practicing, no longer attending church. That is not the way that it's meant to work. Disciples create disciples. And so part of it for me is going am I really pressing into discipleship if this is if it's not multiplying? <laughs> and so it's important for us to consider then in all of these different ways of discipleship what how do we disciple the next generation? How do we bring them into? Part of the problem, I think, is that we thought discipleship was teaching everybody what they shouldn't be doing because we're Christians. So here's all the things that we shouldn't be doing. Here's all the things we should be doing. But we kind of focused on, we don't do this, this, and this, and this because we're Christians. And yet the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And what is the way they should go? The list of things that you give them? No. The way they should go is follow me. And they should be following Jesus. They should go the way of a disciple. That's how we have a generation that walks with Jesus is they learn to walk with Jesus from a young age. They've learned how to connect with him as, as the rabbi, as the one who leads them. And so how do we bring them along in that? For those of you that have kids, it's the same it's the same things, the same deeds that I just went through. Daily decisions. We help them in their daily decisions what it looks like to choose Jesus. We don't remove decision-making capacity from them. <laughs> how will they ever know how to choose? And now I don't have enough time to do this well enough that you're not going to go, Pastor Renee says our kids should just make all their own choices. (laughs) So here's what I'm going to, first I'm going to preface this. We have a class coming up in October called Discipling Our Kids. And so um, when I have a solid date, I will get that to you. We are going to have childcare, but I'm inviting you to that because we're going to talk more broadly about what does it look like to disciple our kids? What does it look like to walk this out and train them in walking with Jesus, not just doing what we say or don't say to do? And so um, that's my little preview for that. But that's the reality is we can, as we make a daily decision... In our household, as we give importance to the way of Jesus in our household, they be, that becomes a daily presence in their life. Here's one thing that I've been challenged with lately. What is the most consistent thing in my household? What is the most consistent thing that we give ourselves to, that, that we give value to? And so sometimes we want to to add Jesus to the equation like, like a hobby. Like I'm into Jesus and juicing. I'm not actually into juicing at all. Can't do it. We tried once. But, but do, you, do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can spend more time discipling our kids in eating or in sports or in any of these other things than we do in how we walk with Jesus. We want to just add him to the equation. Oh yeah, and we also pray at night and at meals. Can I just say I'm talking to me right now? This is not a, this is where where sometimes I'm looking at results and I go, why are we not getting this different result? Because he's inviting us into a deeper discipleship. Amen? Amen. We need to let our kids see us draw near to Jesus. Sometimes as moms, we have to get away to really draw near to Jesus. That's true. But it's important that our kids see that. That we have times and we draw them into that together. Not just that we pray at night and we pray at meals, which is good. These are good rhythms. But that we spend time as a family taking time to to draw near to Jesus. That we recognize that discipleship is development. So we're not looking for perfection in our kids. We're looking for growth. Am I more kind today than I was last year? And we can affirm that in them. And we can say... Wow, I really see how, look at how you brought peace to that situation. A good place for me is the fruits of the Spirit. When, when I see my kids exhibiting the fruits of the Spirit, rather than going, that's not very nice, don't hate your brother, I'm going re, to reward and point out, wow, did you see how kind you were? You were really kind. You were really loving there. You really showed long-suffering while mom was on the phone talking to someone. <laughs> Whatever. And, and pointing out the growth in them and seeing the growth in them and being trained for the growth in them. Sometimes I'm so afraid of, of them going a different direction that I just focus on that, oh, what's, what's happening there? What's happening there? No, nope. I'm going to train my eyes for the growth and where I see them stepping into the character and the nature of Jesus, the, the fruits of the Spirit. We're gonna, we're gonna see that it's, it's growth. Part of that developing, and this is another key piece, I think, that the Lord's helping us with in the church. We talked about how a huge part of discipleship was questions. That the actual, the test to move from one level of study of the word into a, a discipleship, into being a rabbi, The test was do you know how to ask good questions that lead us to who God is? And to to bring these questions, and I feel like we have been afraid of questions. We've been afraid of questions, and we want to just we know, but here's the answer. You need to, but there's a developing that happens in knowing the answer. It takes time to know the answer for themselves. My discipleship with Jesus is full of me having questions back and forth with Him. My discipleship with Jesus is full of me having questions and talking. My dad, who's teaching in the kids' room today, my dad used to take me out kind of for daddy-daughter dates, and most of it was spent me going. But I mean, how could God like always be? And and you know, and and it's you know, we get to heaven and. And there, it says it's not about works. And, but it does say that it's, things are going to be listed in the, you know, I mean, all of these things. And, and my dad just fielding questions. And, you know, and how do I know if I'm hearing from God? And you know what? A lot of times he didn't necessarily have the feed me the answer. Sometimes he did. But he would ask me questions. This is what Jesus did. Do you know, Jesus was, was asked like 307 questions in the New Testament. And when he was, he was asked about 185 questions, but he only actually answered like 61 of them. Do you know, we can respond to our kids with questions that are gonna help them work towards what the answer is. That's part of developing in discipleship. And th- there needs to be a safe place to have those questions. And I'm not saying, again... Do not make this. Well, we just let our kids believe whatever they come up with. I'm not saying that. We, we lead them towards, well, here's, here's how I find the answer to that. A lot of times I'm leading them towards, ask the Lord, what is he showing you about that right now? As they get older and they learn to listen. And, but we do need to not be afraid of the questions. That's what I love about Alpha. I'll close with this. Alpha is about questions. It's about letting people ask questions. I love that a bunch of us are going to be in a room, some that have been walking with Jesus a long time and some that are just kind of exploring faith, and we're all going to have questions, and we're going to talk about that, and we're going to have discussion around that. I feel like that is the environment of discipleship, that we get to press into with the goal, I think we talked about before, that there is questions that have a goal <coughs> of challenging or rejecting God or rejecting the word. But when our questions have the goal of, I really want to know God more and I want to know him genuinely. I want to know him deeply for myself. Those questions are, are good and healthy and he's going to answer them. I just wanted to remind you that there are these invitations to Alpha out there, and we are having childcare. Um, Because we just felt like it was really important that we offered that so that it would make it possible for as many people to come as as possible. Um, And it won't just be like babysitting. We actually have an Alpha Sprouts curriculum that we'll be going through. So the lessons that the parents will be doing, then the kids are going to be reinforcing that same concept um, to whatever degree we can uh, on that day. So I just encourage you, if you know people that have questions, if you have questions, and even if you don't have questions, maybe we can give you some. No, I'm just kidding. But but it's just a really good, this is a good discipleship opportunity for ourselves, and it's a good discipleship opportunity to bring someone along with us. That's how we disciple a generation. We follow Jesus like Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. We follow Jesus and then we just bring someone along with us. We're not committing to having all the answers for them, we're just saying, well, I'm following Jesus, do you wanna come along with me in that? So think about who you can invite into that, just even in your daily life. For those of you that have kids, that's probably gonna primarily be your focus. (laughs) Follow, Walk with me as I follow Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. So Lord, we thank you for the invitation that you are continuing to offer to us, to follow you. We thank you that there is nothing that disqualifies us from going where you're going. There are things that you are asking us to lay down. There are things that you're asking us to release and get free of, but nothing disqualifies us from going where you're going. God, we ask that you would connect us to the supernatural aspect, that all of discipleship is supernatural. It's by your Spirit. God, would we wake up and step into the fullness of that, that we are walking and living both uh, with you inside of us and fully around us, that not only are you in us, but we are in you. We are in Christ. So we just ask that we would step into the fullness of that. Help us to decide. Help us to die to the things that we need to die to. Help us to be developed. Help us to draw near to you more than anything else and help us to disciple others as we walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. To learn more about us, please visit livingwatersmn.org.